Game Changer Episode 30, The Game of Benefits, featuring Dr. Ann Clark and Aaron Crable of ACI Specialty Benefits and Macrolife. Welcome to Game Changer, a series on using gamification to engage employees. Join us as industry experts discuss one of the hottest trends in business today. Using game thinking to engage employees in work, wellness, recruiting, and more. This is a special podcast series by the producers of the top-rated podcast, The Engaging Leader. And now, with nearly 20 years of experience helping engage hundreds of thousands of employees at Fortune 500 companies and other organizations, here's your host, Jesse Leahy. Welcome to the show, Game Changers. This is the show for CEOs, HR executives, and other business leaders to learn about internal gamification. Over the course of this series, you'll hear examples and pitfalls, discover how to assess when it's an appropriate strategy, and learn to evaluate gamification partners and game design ideas. Employee benefits is a topic that puts a lot of people to sleep, doesn't it? And for many other people, benefits seem difficult and complex. Gamification and mobile technology can both make it easier for employees to use their benefits and provide the motivation to make it what they want to do. In past episodes of Game Changer, we've looked at some gamified applications related to certain health benefits, such as Episode 3 with United Health, Episode 7 with Movable, and Episode 11 with Mindbloom. Today we're looking at Macrolife, and its creators say it integrates not just healthcare, but a wide range of employee benefits. Dr. Ann Clark and Aaron Crable from ACI Specialty Benefits, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much, Jesse. What's the story behind ACI Specialty Benefits? Well, I am Dr. Ann Clark, and I founded the company based on my understanding as a psychologist of what I thought business needed. And I learned about the concept of EAP, and I was enchanted and uh, decided that I wanted to leave academia and do something that was much more meaningful and had impact. And that was counseling in the workplace, which has come to be known as employee assistance programs. ACI, celebrating our 30th anniversary last year, offers four main services that comprise the, the term specialty benefits, that is employee assistance programs, wellness, concierge, not just white gloves and a valet, but <laughs> fine for the working person, and um, work life in the workplace. We also do student assistance programs for major universities like DeVry International. So specialty benefits, uh, provide the support to a corporation for its employees to deal with personal problems, health issues, um, advancement in the workplace, education, child care, senior care, even pet care. So that's specialty benefits. So give us an example. Um, uh, I think most people are familiar with EAP services, where if the employee or a family member is dealing with a, a, a life problem or stress 
or uh, need some sort of counseling, you can you can call and get financial counseling with a qualified counselor. Uh, not financial, but any kind of counseling with a with a qualified counselor. What about? Tell us more about what what, what do you mean by work life? Well, work life benefits encompass anything that would be affecting the balance or blending of an employee's work and home life, and that could include benefits that you've previously mentioned, such as legal or financial assistance, but it also covers areas such as child care, elder care, pet care, and educational resources, and quite frankly, personal services that are anything that an employee may be using their time during their work hours on personal matters. So Jesse, on any given day, the employees of your corporation are calling attorneys, they're trying to line up pet care because they have to fly out of town and get their dog boarded. They're using the corporate time to deal with personal issues. We provide those solutions to those problems or resources to address those problems so that the company is not paying their employees to deal with their own personal problems on company time. Productivity, morale, motivation, those are our targets. And even if the employee is very diligent and is not going to try to do some of those activities on company time, the stress and distraction can get in the way of productivity too. Here we are, we're speaking in the spring of 2015, and there's employees that are thinking to themselves, what the heck am I going to do with my kids this summer? I, I, what, what daycare should I use? What summer camp should I use? And that takes a lot of time to research a qualified resource, and it can make a big difference productivity-wise if they can just make a quick call or contact to a group like yours and get some a few immediate leads on these are some some uh, vetted resources, a good place to go for babysitting, for example, or for a summer camp. Jesse, you're absolutely right, and. Even the most diligent employees, there's a reality here. On average, millennials are touching their smartphone 45 times. They're sending nearly 200 text messages and spending countless hours retrieving media each day. That is happening. And so if, if the company's not addressing it, they're not providing, they're losing productivity, they're losing engagement, and they're losing efficiency. Now, traditionally, with a service provider like yours, employees would interact with you over the phone. There's a, an 800 number, for example, that, that employees could call and talk to an EAP counselor or talk to a work-life counselor or a concierge uh, representative. But now you have this brand new program called MacroLife that makes it a lot easier to interface. Uh, tell us about that program. That's very exciting. Traditionally, you've accessed the employee assistance program by going face-to-face to to a provider in your area uh, on the model of of classic behavioral uh, uh, counseling. The second way has been by telephone, but now we have Skype and now we have a new type of telephone and employees can always use traditional means. There's still a role for the counselor and the employee or family member behind closed doors. But the availability of services instantly, that appeals to the younger generation. That's what we're aiming at, engagement in the workforce so that 
you don't have 10% utilization of your EAP. You have 25% utilization of the EAP, and it's addressing, again, productivity in the workplace. Erin is making a great point. How many touches to the smartphone during the day, and are these work-related? No, they're not work-related. They're, they're somehow dealing with a problem that employees have, an employee has, and they're looking for resources to address that problem. What's that experience for the user like? The employee picks up their smartphone and they need some EAP help or some other service. What's that feel like for them when they go through MacroLife? Well, MacroLife offers pretty much a variety of ways the service act to touch your services, so to speak. We've seen the shift in how employees are accessing all of their benefits and by creating a user experience that allows them to log in and get a packet of information that creates a profile and focuses in on corporate initiatives in which the employer wishes to deliver information to the employee, it allows them to get on quickly, off quickly, put a request in, and have their preferred method of return communication. MacroLife, in addition, is proactive. So. One of the things that happens when you're a new employee in a corporation is you're probably going to get a paper packet of materials which you will quickly discard. Uh, you're going to forget everything that's said in the open enrollment meeting. <laughs> We're going to send you a text and say, call this number for a free Starbucks card. Millennials are inquisitive. Most of us are inquisitive. Um, they will call that number and say, I want my free Starbucks card or Jamba Juice or a raffle ticket. The voice on the other end will be welcoming and saying, you've reached your employee assistance program and here's how it works. Answer a few questions and your card will appear on your phone. So this is a proactive approach, not just a benefit sitting on a shelf in a time of depression or anxiety or childcare emergency. This introduces the new employee in a very positive way to the benefits that they have. So that their first thought when they have a crisis is, oh, that Starbucks card came from that place that does counseling. So they're immediately oriented to turning to specialty benefits for help. You mentioned Skype, and I'm just wondering what different types of interface experiences are available for the employee. Can they actually talk to somebody over video? We do have the availability to do Skype services, and it really depends on the user preferences. Oftentimes, if they're working from a smartphone, the chat feature makes more sense if they're not connected to a Wi-Fi network. But Skype is available not only from a clinical standpoint, but also from a consultative standpoint. Again, we have low attention span workforce and employees, and unless we're providing real-time rewards and giving them options to choose their own experience, we're unable to engage them and keep them become habitual users of the program. In addition, we are able to interest employees in things that they're not ordinarily interested in. I asked a risk manager what happens in their 401k meetings. And she said, everybody takes a nap. And that is the truth. You probably sat through some of those meetings yourself. The difference here is now we can take a company initiative, such as education about 401ks. What 21-year-old is interested in a 401k? 
Well, if we make it part of their incentive earning, they can get, and we use the language of games, they can get badges, they can get keys, they can get levels for answering four simple questions about their 401k. This makes it real, it makes it fun, it makes it a game. Let's talk a little bit more about that. What what are all the uh, different gamification elements incorporated in MacroLife? Well, there there are several different ways. You know, we start off with that real-time reward system, the proactive outreach to the employee population, and then we're drawing them into the portal. And the portal is an easy to access program that allows employees to log in without having to complete their entire profile. So we're capturing them easily. We're also able to ask them a relevant question to a corporate initiative or something that they've shown interest in the past. And over time, as they start utilizing the benefits and understanding what's available to them, or they express their preferences on how they'd like to use benefits, we're able to do partnership and direct-to-consumer marketing to draw them back in to utilize the other more serious or time-saving benefits. Mm -hmm. And Erin mentioned the distractibility of the workforce. We remove any barriers. You don't have to remember the poster that was stuck up in the cafeteria. You don't have to go to the HR office at my embarrassing or at least in your mind there are no pieces of paper that they have to hang on to or business cards they've got their phones and they've got the access and they've been enticed into using that access so this way barriers to service are, are virtually eliminated it's your way however you want the service and if you want to go back you want a face-to-face visit with a counselor in Grand Rapids, Michigan, we can arrange that also. So it, on the one hand, it makes it easy because you've got this app on your smartphone or the portal that you can go to online. They already know who you are. You don't have to fill out a bunch of information. And mm-hmm. you're letting people tell you um, how they prefer to communicate. So maybe if, it's, if I need help um, with travel planning or to find a pet care resource, maybe that's just something I, I want to click on or chat about. Uh, but if it's something more clinical, um, I need some actual psychological type counseling, uh, we can, I can have a video, talk to somebody over video. Absolutely. And it's really a great point that there are fun benefits, but we're really also addressing non-disputable costs and what businesses are actually losing, you know, actual funds on. So, you know, those metagames create kind of a connected tissue that keeps the user engaged over time. Yeah, what would make a 21-year-old want to play the blood clot game? Well, points, badges, raffle tickets, that would make them want to do that. So we're, we're bringing in education as well as the fun of gamification. So you mentioned t- tell the uh, this blood clot game. Uh, are there multiple different little games available in MacroLife? Absolutely, and they're available on the web. We can also allow the employee to to do their own thing. Let's say they ran a 10K on the weekend. We can incentivize them for that. We simply put a lower value on the things that are not so valuable to the company. We could put a high value on the 401k game and a lower value on something that is self-reported or took place uh, within the community. 
but we can incentivize anything, whatever the company wants, we can connect it to the incentive program and the mobile access. Now, it sounds like MacroLife doesn't just focus on benefits provided through ACI, like EAP and wellness. Does it also allow the employer to integrate some of their other benefits as well? I think this is what's so incredible about this program slash product is that not only is it compatible technology, but it's an overarching benefit that allows an employer to directly connect in other benefit lines of services and corporate initiatives associated with those lines of service to work in conjunction with the program. It's layering intrinsic and extrinsic rewards to motivate a variety of different personas and using not only your traditional but non-traditional benefits. So give us an example of a more of an intrinsic reward that would, would uh, be, be stimulated. Well, Aaron and I are both very competitive. So if there's a game to play, we're going to win it. If we get a badge, um, here in our corporation, uh, a really uh, unbelievably rewarding experience was we had a problem with people using uh, their punch, punch cards correctly on the computer, uh, logging in and logging out. And so we put a competition together between uh, departments to improve the record of punching in and punching out on time, logging out for lunch, logging in from lunch. And we offered as a prize to wear shorts on Friday. We had a 93% improvement in our records (laughs) because people got to wear shorts on Friday. Intrinsic rewards, uh, Aaron and I would be motivated by winning. Extrinsic rewards, they can be free, it can be, you know, flip-flop Friday, it can be whatever the company wants. And it could be more, uh, for the things that are more valuable to, to the company, they can have a raffle for a plasma TV or other incentives. So it's really, it goes with the corporate culture, it goes with the company uh, budgets and initiatives, and uh, it can be anything. So in addition to these turnkey systems that we have available for our entry-level clients, we also have the ability to customize based on budget, goals of the organization, and specific metrics tied to non-disputable costs. Mm -hmm. So for those custom-type incentives, how often does the employer need to think about those and set those up? Do you recommend like on a quarterly basis or... A different frequency. We have several different models that we can address this and quarterly seems to be a great way for a company to get started and really start to see measurable results. You know we're organizing their content into curriculum tiers so it makes the learning more consumable by creating a hierarchy of the curriculum so it kind of builds on itself and it also allows us to take some again going back to non-disputable costs such as completing your open enrollment paperwork. I mean, any HR team knows that it's very difficult to get all this back and chasing employees. Dr. Clark mentioned our clocking system, our punching system. That's a significant HR time consumed to make sure that they can process payroll in an orderly fashion. We can focus in on pain points that are taking time, budget, and quite frankly, resources in order to engage employee workforce. And and let's take a look at the workplace right now. Every workplace is willing to spend more than 50% 
of their income on healthcare costs. Healthcare is not successful. It does not have proven ROI. You only have to look around the workplace to see people who are overweight, who are practicing bad habits, who are diabetic. And yet a corporation doesn't require their healthcare system to show a profit, to show ROI. It doesn't require people to lose weight or stop smoking. We, on the other hand, can incentivize condition management. The typical response of a corporation through its healthcare system to diabetes management is to say, okay, we're gonna have an after work group and we'll all get together and talk about uh, diabetes and how hard it is to manage. ACI and MacroLife do it differently. We incentivize them for calling us up and reporting that they've taken their medication. We can incentivize them for participating in a group like that. We are actively seeking to get a return on an investment that employers are paying for anyway and paying a lot. Hmm. Now, let's say that someone's listening to this discussion and they follow up on some of the online demos and so forth that we'll talk about a little bit later and they, they decide, yeah, this sounds really good. What do the next steps look like? I guess, first of all, I'm wondering, is this is MacroLife available to um, any employer or do, do they first need to be an ACI customer for one of your other services like EAP services? Well, they're available to any employer. Let's make that really clear. We would uh, love to uh, incorporate some of their needs into, uh, that could be met by our services. But Erin, you have more to say about that. Absolutely, you know, we look at the traditional benefits as really being boring and, you know, we, we turn that upside down with Rapid Life and our ability with compatible technology to connect in with their existing package is there. Um, certainly, you know, our engagement strategies around specific specialty lines that we do provide um, are built into the system and it allows for a seamless experience. But we do welcome the ability to customize. The, the kind of corporation that is going to use MacroLife has to be forward thinking. Um, a population of millennials, that's a company that's made for this, uh, this Hotel California kind of approach to benefits. Uh, a company, uh, this is not made for a small company. This is a company uh, over a thousand employees and a company that can already afford EAP concierge and they probably have a wellness program. So it's, it is for everybody, but it definitely has to be a person who, a decision maker who is forward thinking and who's really addressing the needs of the future by training their millennial, their entry-level workforce to use benefits that will ultimately result in greater productivity and affect the company's bottom line. How long does it would it typically take for implementation of MacroLife? Well, we have the ability to start an outreach program that's based on text interaction within just a couple of weeks, um, and that. Largely, that has to do with making sure that we've got the campaign and information. But quite frankly, I mean, we've, we've turned on support programs overnight when we've had national tragedies and critical incidents across the country. So we're always ready to go. When we're working with an organization to consult with them and build a customized reward system, we typically at least have a 30-day 
out and sometimes up to 60 days. It's really more on the employer than it is on our company. They have to decide a budget for incentives. They have to decide what incentives work for their corporation. Maybe their founder doesn't want people wearing shorts. Uh, <laughs> have to spend money on incentives. The bottom line is you can't do it all for free. So the corporation, um, we, we'd love it if corporations could move a little faster and we try and help them. Uh, a corporation that comes in who is already committed to incentives, uh, who has some experience with a wellness program, uh, they will move faster than other corporations. What sort of cost range should people take into consideration if they're thinking about MacroLife and, and ACI? Well, first I go back to one point that I made. They're already spending 50% of their net profit on healthcare uh, programs that are not working for them. Uh, but in general, the cost of MacroLife is equivalent to the three specialty programs that they're replacing. Wellness, employee assistance, and concierge, and that includes work life. So an outside cost, how high could you go, excluding incentives, does take a range from six to $15 per employee per month. That is a very, very low figure for incentives, mobility, engagement, um, and the prices would vary, again, based on what the company already has and what they're replacing or borrowing. A couple of times you've mentioned text messages, and I'm wondering if for an employer that does not already have the cell phone numbers of their employees, do you offer any kind of campaign to help them collect those uh, cell phone numbers in the first place? Well, first of all, most employers now have cell phone numbers because home phones are becoming so obsolete. So we are definitely seeing that as a part of it. But there's many different ways that we can work in partnership with an organization to gather that information. Um, it, it's become almost mandatory for many employers that a cell phone number is provided. We know that work and home has changed. It's, it is blending and they're, they're using their personal cell phones as well. And we don't have to begin with the text. We can send an all-employee, uh, the company can send an all-employee email uh, requiring uh, them to uh, pay attention. So again, we would uh, make it a fun email and say, hey, like to get on board and uh, earn 10 points toward a, a big screen TV or a Blu-ray system, uh, call this number or text us at this number. So we would use the company resources of how they traditionally uh, engage employees and then build on it. We hear a lot that more than half of managers have difficulty engaging and retaining millennials. Do you have any ROI or data that shows how, uh, an ability to improve that story? Absolutely. The traditional way that a hiring process goes for a manager is to talk about the company benefits, and those are generally boring to this highly distractible excuse me, group. Wouldn't it be better if a manager showed on their cell phone the benefits or texted a link to the employee who's being recruited, a site 
that would explain all of this to them and move on to the more exciting parts of the program. For example, very recently a manager told me that the employee was looking at a company that had unlimited snacks and they wanted to know if they in fact had unlimited snacks. Uh, this is the mind of the millennial and we can help managers if not understand and accept the millennial values we can give them tools to create utilization which creates ROI in uh, the millennial mind. And I'm remand, uh, reminded of a story that Erin told me about her young son, Jack. Uh, can you tell that story about the truck? Sure. When my son was about three and a half years old, we were driving home and we're, we're driving up and we have one of those neighborhood community mailboxes and the mailman standing out front and he looks over and he says, mommy, is that the email truck? <laughs> and the whole idea that there isn't any idea of physical mail and that they've programmed in an age when they can, you know, they can do almost anything on the iPad and not on in a physical format is, is quite frankly what we're dealing with coming into the workforce. So the manager who's having difficulty recruiting and retaining millennials doesn't have to change their own value system or even their own stereotypic view. They simply take the tools that we are using. And some of these are very traditional. Uh, we have an example of a woman who lost more than 100 pounds, eliminated five medical conditions in a, a traditional wellness program that was simply incentivized by our wellness coaches. We provided someone who could speak with that person directly, and this was very traditional on the phone, and the woman is now able to do a backbend, teaches yoga classes, and is an incredible uh, healthcare hero to the company. So millennials see this. They, they see it in their own language, which is the language of text and the phone. Uh, they see it around them, and they become, they have to become better employees. Ask me about ROI. There are tons of numbers around about how wellness can help you quit smoking in your corporation, lose weight, cut rates of diabetes. But I think ultimately it comes down to talent and moving the organization forward. If you can't attract and engage your incoming workers, then you don't have the workplace of the future. MacroLife and ACI allow managers, support managers, in recruiting and attracting and retaining the students and the employees of the future. Well, how can someone find out more about MacroLife or take the next step with ACI? Well, you can access it on the web at gameofbenefits.com, and that's a basic introduction to MacroLife and a nice splash page to be able to understand some of the critical benefits. But we're also hosting another, this will be our second in 2015, executive summit that has been put on for potential customers and industry influencers to discuss the program MacroLife, the philosophy behind the program, a clear picture of the technology and the portal that's available, and that will be held in San Diego on May 15th. And if you need a, a reason to leave Michigan, 
if you have one right there. Um, you can also access us through our own website, ACI Specialty Benefits. We have ads in USA Today. If you missed us in March, look for us in June. Um, we're all over the web. Link in with us. Uh, take a look at our Facebook, uh, social media. We're always tweeting. Uh, so we'd love to hear from you. And uh, just remember ACI, MacroLife, and Google us. Absolutely. And Dr. Clark and Aaron Crable both have blogs on LinkedIn and resources. And we'd love to hear what you thought about today. Fantastic. Well, Dr. Ann Clark and Aaron Crable from ACI Specialty Benefits, thank you for joining us to talk about MacroLife. Thank you, Jesse. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Thanks, Jesse. All right, Game Changers, that wraps up this episode. We'll provide links to the websites, video demos, and social media mentioned by Dr. Clark and Aaron on our show notes for this episode, which you can find at engagingleader.com forward slash GC30 as in Game Changer episode 30. If you enjoy this series, be sure to check out the weekly leadership podcast, Engaging Leader, where my guests and I share more ways to communicate, engage, and lead with greater impact. Until next time, remember, life is short, so keep it fun. You can find both Game Changer and Engaging Leader podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, and on our website at engagingleader.com. To stay up on the latest news and trends in internal gamification, join the Game Changer group on LinkedIn. We'll automatically direct you to our LinkedIn group when you go to engagingleader.com group. Subscribe to our e-digest at engagingleader.com newsletter. When you do, we'll send you a free copy of Jesse's ebook, Eight Communication Tools for Leaders. You can also follow Jesse on Twitter, at Jesse Leahy, and like us at facebook.com engagingleader. Game Changer is a production of Aspendale Communications, a consulting firm that helps mid-sized and large employers attract top talent, engage employees, and deliver superior business results. Find out more at aspendalecommunications.com. Our thanks to Joe Sherwood, our producer, Tom Hitchcock, our programming director, James Marler, our sound engineer, Cliff Ravenscraft, our podcasting advisor, Dustin Hartzler, our website engineer, J.J. Leahy, our video and web intern, and Peter McIsaac, who composed our theme music. 